Okay, and we're off. Are we starting? We're starting. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Here for a Good Time podcast. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm not flying solo tonight, so you all can believe that I actually do have friends for all of the hundreds and thousands of listeners to this podcast. <laughs> Joining me tonight is someone extremely special and dear to my heart, and he did not turn off his <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> Please put your phone on silent. Thank you very much. And your tray in the upright position. <laughs> <laughs> he is back by popular demand. He is my left lung. My friend for 17 years. That's a long time. And you may remember him from the second podcast that I have done thus far. The one, the only, Greg. Hi. Hey. Thank you for the intro. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it wasn't as good as the first one that we did, but it'll do for now because this is, um, we're playing it by ear, so to speak. Okay, cool. How's it going? Good. Yeah? Can't complain. Can't complain. Just finished work. Thursday night. Thursday night. Big things. Yeah. Big things. Is Big Brother on today? I, I don't know the days that it's on. Me but neither. It, it's on my PVR. Um... I've started watching it here or there. So I know I'm, as you know, and I know you are as well, well not as much as me, but I'm a religious Big Brother watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a celebrity Big Brother, so I gave it I gave it a chance. So I went and watched the first two episodes. I'll be honest, I'm not feeling it at all. Interesting. I love me some Brandy Glenville because she's a fellow ex Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star. You're shaking your head at me, but... Give her a chance. I think I'm just in, like, amazement that she's, like, an actual person. She is, but I think she plays it up for the cameras. I hope so. She knows what she has to do to get camera time. Fair. Okay. I mean, and... So she she knows how to act. (laughs) Honestly, probably one of the best actresses in Hollywood. Let's be... Let's be real. But, no, from seeing her... I want to hear her Oscar speech. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be, like, half in the bag, so I don't think it would be too good. Um, but no, watching her on Real Housewives, I, I don't know if it's her edit or if that's just what she's doing for the cameras, but Girl Brings Good TV. Mm, mm. So who are you liking right now on Big Brother? So the, uh, Ryan, Ryan Matthews? Is that his Ross name? Matthews. Ross Matthews. Yeah. Um, I love him. RuPaul's Drag Race. He is one of the reoccurring uh, judges. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I like him even more now. So he judges the queens. Yeah. So, um, obviously Ross Matthews. And he's actually playing a really good game. So I started on episode three. Yeah. Which I find weird. Why wouldn't you just start from the beginning? Because I forgot. Like, I had no idea when it was, like, airing. Okay. So I was just like, oh, I missed the first two. Whatever. I'll start recording it now. Um, And I didn't go back to watch them because, like, it was probably all filler. But, like... Well, because I know regular Big Brother eviction night was Thursday nights. I have no idea what day it is now. Yeah, so I don't know if it's different with the Celeb Big Brother. No idea when it's even on. Okay, well, this is a problem. <laughs> um, but thank goodness for PVR, I guess. Um, that's our Big Brother chat. I mean, I can't really give much more information on that because I have not been watching. I gave up after the second episode. I think even halfway through the second episode, I just was not feeling it. Mm. Um, but yeah. All right. So, <laughs> enough Big Brother chat. I want to get into um, just some life chats first before we get into nitty gritty stuff or (laughs) life updates, maybe nitty gritty. I don't know. Life updates. It is the day after Valentine's Day. Okay. The Hallmark holiday, if you will. Mm -hmm. How was your Valentine's Day? It was good. Yeah. It was very interesting. 
do you have a Valentine? I mean, I, you haven't really filled me in on the dating sitch I as haven't. of late. Um, but I, I did. Anyone in? Well, <laughs> time and place, honey. Uh, but I did uh, see a little thing on the social meds, if you the will. Social, the feed. The feed, the Instagram feed, uh, that someone dropped off a gift for you on Valentine's Day. Someone did. So um, I met someone on Tinder. Um, initial A. Oh, initial A, so we're not giving him a name. Initial A is and his name. Can we just call him A and pretend we're in Pretty Little Liars? That was what I was going for, but I didn't know how to set that up. Well, so. there, I just did it for you. Thank you. There you so go. So, A. A. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we, um, I think we've gone on, like, eight dates, nine dates. In the gay world, you're practically married. We're practically married. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're... Uh, so yeah, um, basically I woke up and I sent a message being like, happy fake holiday, mm-hmm. uh, day. Um, and then like, LOL. And then he sent me a message back being like, there might be a fake holiday day gift on your front doorstep right now. Wow. And I literally just responded with like, what? <laughs> like, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And I went down to my front door and, uh, he had left four, uh, no, five, um, Homemade scones. Oh my gosh. And uh, a jar, this is going to make you laugh, of orange marmalade. Orange marmalade, your favorite. Because I'm the only person apparently who likes it. You are the only person who likes orange marmalade. There's one more person I know. Oh, well, Callum, he's English. So yeah, like, he's he's from the UK. That doesn't count. Fair. Um, but yeah, and like a really nice card. So it was like really cute. That's really sweet. Yeah, and then I felt like a dick. Like, you didn't get him anything. And I said, like, happy fake holiday. Yeah, you crushed his dreams. I He's like, oh, I just left you something on your front door. Did you two discuss previously if you would do anything for Valentine's Day? I didn't because, like, um, so I'm old now. I'm 30. Uh, big, Thanks. Big thrill. <laughs> um, and basically I was kind of like, my new, like, relationship thing is just, like, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't, like, assume things and don't, like, question things and whatever happens, happens. And that's how I'm, like, doing this. Um, so I did not ask. Because I was like, you know what? We just started dating. Like, like we're not doing stuff for Valentine's. Like, why would we? Well, never assume, Greg, because it makes an ass of you and me. Well, I mean... As the I, saying made, goes. I made you an ass <laughs> But, uh, no, it's really good. It's really good. Okay, so are you, is there a title on this relationship with A? Mm-mm. No title, so you haven't had the talk yet? No, and I I hate that, the I, talk. I don't think, like, I think this is going to be a more natural one. It's just, like, let's see. I think he's playing the same game. Okay. I think what he did was super cute. Oh, um, yeah. I could also tell that he did not expect, like, something in return. Mm-hmm. Um... Which makes it even more cute. Absolutely. Um, I mean, well, how do you know if he didn't? He probably secretly could be. Like, am I gonna buy you roses? Like, it's been like eight. Okay, the I next also time. Don't celebrate Valentine's Day. You don't, but you're not sentimental like that. I am, just not like with like Christmas. Yes, but like Halloween, yeah. not sentimental. Like you know what I mean. Halloween is not a romantic holiday. Quote unquote holiday. Right, but like, I'm just like, more so the point that like these holidays are just days. Yeah. You should love somebody every day and show them sentiment every day. I'm one of those people, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm barfing <laughs> right now. Hold on. Uh, no, I'm joking. I, I agree with that. I, yeah. But I'm also not going to be 
that basic person that's going to go, Valentine's Day should be every day. 100%. I don't like that. But I believe that if that kind of not making sense here. But uh, no. You're saying like you totally believe that sentiments should be every day. 100%. But it's nice to have a day dedicated to those sentiments. Yeah. And I also don't think that Valentine's Day you should have this big grand gesture. I mean, I saw on social media, oh my gosh, all these wild things. There was a girl... Uh, her boyfriend had delivered to her house. It was probably like a hundred heart balloons, mm-hmm. and like delivered to her front door. Personally, I'd be mortified, like my na- for my neighbors to see that. Like, I, bitch, I haven't had a fucking coffee. Yeah, okay? so, <laughs> don't even, don't even like talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like for us, like Chris and I, we made dinner together, and cute. for me, that was, like, we made homemade pasta, we made ravioli last night, so, like, he was teaching me how to make the pasta, and we made, like, the filling together, and we cooked, and then we enjoyed a nice dinner, and he got champagne and strawberries, like, for me, that was perfect, and that's all that I needed. Date two with A. Yeah. We, uh, made pasta. I love Stuffed it. pasta mm-hmm. from scratch. I also love like how you say pasta. House. Pasta. Pasta. <laughs> I'm so Canadian. Do you boys like feta? 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 Did, did, did they say feta? They said something weird. I think it was feta. They know. It, it was um, chicken. For those of you, very one topical piece. reference here. Uh, Laguna Beach <laughs> reference. Episode one? Episode one. What? Not season one. Season yes. one. Yes. Episode one, season one. You want to know why? Because there's a party. The, the black and white party. That's not the black and white affair. That's season one, episode one. I think it's season two where um, Kristen and Jessica cook dinner for Dieter and Steven. Would it be episode one, season two? I bet you it would be. And that's Maybe. Why I don't confused. know. Probably. Anyway, I don't think it really matters. But um, Oh, no. They, wanna, they know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I hope they do. Anyone who listens to this podcast, you have to be Laguna Hi. Beach fans. Come on. <laughs> or else we can't be friends. Uh so, okay, that's really cute. So you guys cook together, and I yeah. think the question is coming soon. And here's my thing. So now with us being 30, we're kind of in that window of when you start dating someone, when is, quote, unquote, the talk acceptable? Because if you're younger, it's, you know, oh, do you want to be my girlfriend or do you want to be my boyfriend? Like, how do you feel that that conversation should come about? Do you have, or do you just straight up say, are we... Monogamous. And... I think that's a tough call because I've never, like, I had one experience where we were like, okay, like, yeah, we're gonna like be dating. Like, mm-hmm. if, so if anyone asks, like, you're my boyfriend, but okay. like, we're just dating, like, but exclusively. So, like, kind of like that. I usually go about it with saying, like, dating exclusively. Are you uh, comfortable with pitching that conversation first, or are you more comfortable with pitching a tent? <laughs> Sorry. How long did you work on that one for? You know what? I'll be quite honest. As soon as I said pitching, because I have the mind of like a 12-year-old boy, my mind automatically goes into the gutter. (laughs) And Um, maybe not 12-year-old boy. Let's... 16. 16. 16. (laughs) Legal age of consent. Yeah. Is that the language? Whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I don't date anyone under 25, so I have no idea. You would still date someone 25? Oh, no. I couldn't. I don't know if I could. Um, no. I I feel like that is such a big age gap between 25 and 30. It is. It's a huge age gap. And I could never picture you dating someone younger than 30. If, mm, it depends because you know what, I'm I'm an old soul. So if I met someone who's 25 who is also an old soul, it might actually work, but I highly doubt it's going to happen. 
because you are an old soul. I am an old you soul. You and I are similar in that. Yeah. I mean, we are... We're always... just kind of like, this This is who we are and like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, but how would I go about that conversation? Yeah, I'm just curious. I don't know. I think like, it's one of those things that like, it'll just feel natural in the moment. And when you mm-hmm. have that gut instinct that the time is now, like... Do you see this... I'll call it a relationship because let's be honest, that's what it sounds like. He left you homemade scones and orange marmalade on your front door, which is so I mean, a friendship is a relationship, so... Exactly. So, I mean, but do you see this becoming something serious? Do you see it being something long-lasting? Or are you in that headspace right now? Do you just want to keep it chill and easygoing? Like, where are you at right now? I'm, like, not... So, I'm in between both. Okay. So I'm not, like, chill, easygoing, and I'm not, like, let's put a label on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much so, let's be, like, easygoing and um, continue doing what we're doing because it's, like, obviously we want to continue seeing each other. Yeah. So let's just do that. I haven't had a conversation, like, are we exclusive? I don't have any plans of, like, looking elsewhere. So there's no rush? There's no rush to do anything is essentially what I'm saying. Right. But, okay. like... Feelings are going to form, and, like... Well, I'm sure it, they already have. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, Clearly for him, on his end, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm just not... So, like, I do like this person, and I do have feelings for them. So let me preference that. Preface, excuse me. Uh, but... Um, preface it. Preface. Preface. Um... I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, let's put a label on it. Okay, fair enough. And I, I don't go. think you should be in a rush. <laughs> Enjoy it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's someone new. It's exciting. You seem to really like him and vice versa. So I think just ha- let it happen naturally mm. and see where it goes. But mm-hmm. I'm happy. A sounds like a catch. He is. He's a chef too, which is cute. Okay, well, so that makes sense with the homemade uh, scones. Uh, like, there were things that were made and there was food and like, honey... Um, How was the pasta? The pasta. The pasta. It was. It was phenomenal. I'm hungry now. I know so am I. Well, we have have grapes. Grapes is not food. I mean, we're drinking grapes technically because we're drinking rosé right now, but it's a fruit. I want pasta now. We can get food after. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Okay, and I did. I ask you your thoughts on Valentine's Day. I did, right? You did. So fake holidays. Fake holidays, so to speak. All right. Do it every day. If I had someone, if I my father mm-hmm. suit like my father and my mother have been married for like 33 years um oh. and every single day my father will go out buy a coffee for him and my mother come home bring the coffee to her in bed and like that's just that it's little things like that that are so special Dead. and those are the Dead. things that i live for i don't need jewelry nope. i don't need expensive gifts bring me my coffee in bed on a Sunday morning and I'm all yours. <laughs> like every weekend Chris does that and it literally is done. Oh, I know. I love it so much. Oh, if I, my, like if I do not have a relationship with that occurs, yeah. my nightstand, I will build a custom nightstand that has a fridge <laughs> in there for the milk yeah. and I will have a Tassimo on my nightstand because yeah. I am not leaving my bed. <laughs> no, I mean, it's little things like that that matter the most. But yeah, like something like that, like that's like, such a small thing that if you did that every day, why do you need a day to tell yeah. me that you love me when I know that you do? For sure. So, I totally agree. That's my place on it. How do you feel about people broadcasting Valentine's Day? Or I guess maybe not only on Valentine's Day, their relationship in general on social media. Like, I mean, I, I will post pictures um, 
a lot of the time of Chris and I, but I don't feel like I'm overly in your face about it because I I will go on my feed and see the most ridiculous posts that people put on there. And as much of a romantic person as I am, I do the eye roll. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, but how do, what is your perception on people sort of broadcasting their relationship or their partner on social media constantly? There is a way to share your life, including a relationship on social media in a natural way mm-hmm. where, um, let's say Christmas rolls around and your boyfriend or whomever gives you something phenomenal or does something phenomenal and you want to share that, you have the right to do that. But... Oh, 100%. And not to cut you off. I mean, everyone has a right to post what they do on Instagram or whatever your social media um, is that you're posting these things on. I'm not trying to to say like, oh, never do that. I'm just trying to gauge a reaction from you as to what is your initial feeling when you when you see that on your feed so my initial constantly sorry when i so like if it sorry if it's someone who do you mean like if they're overly doing it like no yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah where it's like pushing your face almost and that yeah sorry um my apologies i had a really long-winded answer but um (laughs) sorry for cutting you off it's okay the initial thought was just like if it's natural do it um, mm-hmm. If you're, like, in your face and you're putting, like, all these emojis and you're talking about how much you love the person and all your content on your social media is about how much you love somebody, yeah. why are you spending so much time telling me or convincing me, mm-hmm. excuse me, wrong word, convincing me that you love somebody so yeah. much? Convince yourself first. <laughs> Convince yourself. <laughs> Check yourself so, before you wreck yourself. But, yeah, that's my answer on that. Um, okay. I... I there's something more to that relationship unless you just really love fucking emojis, which like oh place and time. Emojis place and hashtags. Time. I can't with emojis and hashtags. I think maximum emojis and hashtags per post should be kept to a limit of three. Personally, hashtags, I say five. Really? I say five. I've so always said that. What what are you what can you say in five emojis? Sorry, in five hashtags that you can't say in three or one. So say the picture is, so your post on Instagram is a picture of flowers that your significant other gave you. We'll say on the topic, let's say a Valentine's Day, okay? Mm-hmm. So what would be more than three hashtags you would use to, I guess, promote that photo to get more likes? Because let's be okay. real, that's what, okay. the, that's what people do on Instagram is to get likes, right? So it, is it Valentine's Day? For the sake of this, of the topic, yes, let's okay. keep it on the theme of Valentine's Day. Valentine, hashtag Valentine's Day. Okay. Hashtag love. Okay. Hashtag flowers. Done. There you go. That's all you need to put. <laughs> we have eyes. We can see that you have flowers in a vase. But there I are mean, place, times and places. So like, so like the X, if I go to the X with a group of like four friends and we have a blast. I'm going to pause you right there for my American listeners. <laughs> the X. The X is, um... Affair, I guess it's you could say. North, I will tell you, I will spill the tea, honey. Spill the tea on the X because uh, people are probably like, what the hell is the X? For those that don't live in Toronto, because I don't think Canada, people yeah, outside yeah. of Toronto even know what the X is. So the X is a national fair. It happens every single year. It's been happening for over a hundred years, I would, I believe. No, not that long. It's been a while. We need a PA 
so that we can get them to fact check next time. We will get back to you next episode with that. Yeah. There will be a correction. <laughs> I'm thinking if Canada is 150 years old, how can the X be 100? Would that, I don't know, does that make sense to you? Am I making sense? I'm pretty sure it's 100 years old. Okay. Wait, we'll get back to you on that. Uh, but it's it's North America's largest uh, exhibition. and um, Is it North America's largest? North America's. You hear that? Yeah. The largest in North America. So it's like the largest fair. That's um, so cool. And it's so much fun. I've literally never missed one. Yeah. Um, I've never missed one since the, the day I was born. It's a staple. You have to go to the you X. Go. Um, Let's go to the X. Exactly. Let's go to the um, X. So if I was there, yeah. I would have so many hashtags with a group of friends. I would put like best friends or whatever. Um, the X, Toronto, um, Summer, um, Ontario. I'll put Ontario once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'll put Fair. Um, hashtag deep fried Mars bars. Hashtag fucking deep fried Mars bars. Oh my God. Deep fried butter, honey. Ugh. I, I've i never tried that. The deep fries, uh, the deep fried Mars bar I get every year. That's like yeah. my treat because it, oh my God, it's sex in your mouth. It is so good. So this is going to get real Canadian here. Uh, yeah. Deep fried butter is just, it's the same as a deep, it's like a Timbit that's like super buttery in the middle. What flavor of Timbit? Just like a plain. Ew. But super, super buttery. What's your favorite Timbit flavor? Birthday cake. Oh my God. And they <laughs> never have birthday cake flavor. Birthday cake flavor Timbit. I'm chocolate glaze all the way, but I will never buy a chocolate glaze donut, but I love the chocolate glaze Timbit. Timbit. Oh, me too. I can yeah. never eat, because I can never eat a full donut that was chocolate glazed. Okay. I can never eat a full donut that was chocolate glazed, but guaranteed I can stuff about six or seven chocolate glazed Timbits down. 100%. Yeah, isn't that so weird? <laughs> it's so weird. How many Timbits do you think make up a donut? Oh my god, we're so Canadian. Six. I can't. I'd say six. Six to six seven. Timbits. Six Timbits. Six to seven. Wow. How many calories? Oh, I don't even want to think about that. No. Um, okay, so hashtags. Your thing is five. Five. My thing is three. I rarely do hashtags, actually. I'm all about the geotag. Mm. So. I never uh, geotag. Oh, I love it. I love that. I don't know. I'm more of a geotagger than a hashtagger. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, so what's your next question, boo? Well, question. It's not really... Oh, the question? <laughs> Solange. Yeah. I'm not Solange. You're... Uh, honey. Listen. Okay, so if you're going to claim to be Beyonce, uh, and you're claiming me to be Solange, as we texted earlier, mm-hmm. everyone saw that infamous elevator video, I kicked Jay-Z's ass if I'm Solange, Okay. Okay. I stand by my statement. Mama Tina is not going to let you lay a finger on her cash cow. You know what? That's fine. You can take your bat and go elsewhere. I'd rather be a salon. Love you some hot sauce. Okay. Love you some hot sauce in your purse. I'd rather be a salon than a Michelle because who really remembers Michelle? What is she doing now with her life? I don't even know. I know. I, I know you know and I know a few Michelles. Oh, honey. <laughs> so, you want to di- dive into Michelle. that? <laughs> we can talk about Michelle. Uh, but we won't. Uh, no, I want. Well, speaking of, this is very uh, on brand. I want to get into celeb news. Oh, what's up with celeb news? Um, I love it. So I'm scrolling on, of course, Instagram this morning, and the first thing that pops up, and I can't believe I still follow her on Instagram because I used to love her, but as of late, um, I'm not really feeling her anymore. And Amy Schumer. So I don't know if you've heard, but Amy Schumer, Schumer. got married. Um. 
I was very surprised because I had no idea she was dating someone new. So she, apparently her new husband, whom she married on Tuesday, she's only been dating... Which was not Valentine's Day, thank God. No, well, the day before. Uh, Still not Valentine's <laughs> the Day. The day before Valentine's. The Valentine's Eve, I guess you can say. Uh, this is um, a gentleman that she's been dating for only a few months, I, I read. It, I, I heard it's between six and nine. No, because she was... As of, I think it was like six months ago, she was still dating that other guy that she was with before. Well, I don't think... Okay, so, okay, what's the question? What's the question? No, I just, I want to discuss it because um, she had a very low-key wedding. It was in Malibu. Only 80 people attended. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not impressed with her choice of dress. And I, I hate to, I hate to hate on women. I hate to hate on people in general, but, I mean... A, a woman's wedding day is her day. She's a bride. You know, you put your best foot forward. I'm sorry. I just, I was not feeling her dress. Have you seen pictures? I have seen pictures and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to Kanye you. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Kanye. Steal the I'm mic. Full of Kanye. Oh no. Okay. Um, so I read Amy Schumer's book. I, I do really like Amy Schumer. Um, I'm not like a super fan. Like I'm not like super passionate about her, but like I like her enough to read her book. Did she plagiarize her book, or did she write it herself? Ooh, I went there. Um. So Amy Schumer stole that joke from me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, I I do like her, and I think her movies are good, and I think mm-hmm. um, she's like the new Sarah Silverman, or. Uh, she is, honey. Or she's like the new, uh, what's her name from SNL, Bridesmaids. Do not compare her to Tina Fey, ever. No, that's not Bridesmaids. That's not Bridesmaids, that's Mean Girls. Um, you think I would know SNL references. Um, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. No. But, and what I mean in that Kristen statement... Kristen Wiig is like a goddess. You Melissa can... McCarthy, same thing. Yeah. But what I mean in the statement is Hollywood always runs through the female comedian. Yes. And, um, it's like, they, it's almost like only one female comedian can be, like, hot at the time. Uh, there can't be multiple. Unfortunately, this is true. But I feel Amy Schumer has been the hot female comedian for some time now. She has. Um, and that's fair. But, like, in saying that, like, I don't know why I went on that tangent, hun. That's okay. my point was, is, um, on her wedding day, she threw it together I, I don't know how long she's known th- this guy. But that's what I mean. Why do you think... For me, I don't see the rush in people getting married. And I mean, I'm not hating on her. If she's happy, she's happy. And oh my God, get married and be in love and do your thing. But I feel like... I've never even heard of her and this new guy before. I literally, literally thought she was still dating the guy before. Ben. Was his name Ben? Ben. Did she write about him in her book? Uh, Were they she dating did. then? She did. That's the girl with the lower back tattoo, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they were dating for some time, and I mean, I, I never heard about them breaking up, and then when I hear she's married someone new, I was very thrown off by that. I mean, like, and I'm sure you agree, and I know you do. We don't know. Of course. We don't, we don't know anything. She could, like, people have, like, met, like, the love of their life, and then after, like, three months, or even, like, three weeks gotten hitched, and they've been together, so, like... Yeah, hey girl, if you're happy, like, do your thing, man. But, like, I hope she's in a prenup. <laughs> I, you read my mind because I was just about to ask. Do you think a prenup was involved? He is also, like, doing fine. He's so, a chef, yeah, from what I read. And he, um, he's either, like, done, he's done stuff on TV as well. Okay. So, like, he's not, like, 
for lack of a better term, like nobody in the Hollywood world. Right. Uh, so he's successful on his own. He's successful on his own. So okay. I, I hope they signed a prenup. And if they didn't, I think it's 50-50 in California. So I believe so. Yeah, it is 50-50. But I think there's a limit on when you get married. It's what you earn during the marriage. During the marriage. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going to keep earning money because, like you said, she's the hot female comedian right now. And so is he. Because he's, like, doing his own thing, apparently. I mean, like I said... He got married to Amy Schumer. He'll be fine. I'm just curious as to why, like, why so fast. How old is Amy Schumer? Uh, I think she's, like, 33, 34. She's not that much older than us. No, I have friends her age. Wow, okay. I have friends older than her. Yeah, I mean... I do. My partner is older than she is if she's 33, 34, so... <laughs> no, Chris is 36. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Girl. I know. If he was gay. Listen, <laughs> the, fir- the, the first day we met Chris, we met Chris at the exact same time. And I remember that conversation. Uh, you looked so... We met Chris literally at, in the same moment. He came and shook both of our hands. And as he walked away, I looked at you and my mouth... Honestly, I remember this. Com- standing right over here. Right over there in this corner yeah. of, of the apartment, I looked at you, my mouth dropped open, I'm like, who is that? Yeah. And you looked at me, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, but I sure hope he's gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm all on that. We won't and, remember that until we die. Absolutely. Uh, by deathbed, I'll be like, yeah, I used to know this bitch, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> You have A, you're good. You have homemade scones coming your way, so... For now. For now. <laughs> I'm sure... Hey, it could change. Oh my goodness. Okay, I wanted to bring up the Amy Schumer thing, because I know you're a fan of hers, and I was just curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, like, I'm always like... Just don't like... Do you hear that, guys? I'm... Sh- yes. Pour that wine. Yeah, okay. Pour yourself the glass, but don't fill up mine. Thank you. Well, I know you're driving, and I don't know when it is. It's a glass of wine. I think I'll be okay. And it's only 8.30, so we're fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. So, Amy, congratulations on your wedding. I know you listen to this podcast religiously, so, girl, uh, please don't hate on me for for talking about your wedding dress, but I just truly didn't really care for it. And it was see-through, by the way. It was not see-through. Yeah, um, I'm the biggest creep alive, and, like, if you zoom in to her, the picture that, the first picture that she posted, you can see thigh. Like, it's... I hope she felt great in the dress. Absolutely. Either I, I've got some things I'd like to say about the dress. Okay. Do, are you a fan or no? Um, I think that um, she looked beautiful. I would. Her hair and her makeup are great. I, I think she looked beautiful in general. Yeah. Even in the dress. Yeah. Um, I think that there would have been better dresses for her. For her. Yeah. I mean, it was an outdoor ceremony. It looked like it was in a backyard. Actually, so fitting was, for the setting. Apparently, it was a really nice, like, um, like private resort on a oh. beach in Malibu. Nice. I wonder what resort it was. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence dropped it, because uh, Jen- Jennifer Lawrence was there, who I love. Did she have a bridal party? Uh, she did, I think. I don't know oh, who it was. I wonder if J-Law was one of her bridesmaids. So, I don't know, because they were wearing different dresses, but ah. the dresses were the exact same color. Okay, so she was a bridesmaid for she sure. She must have been. Oh, that's cute. I love their friendship. I love I didn't even Jennifer know they Lawrence. Were friends. Are you kidding me? Chelsea Handler was there. Oh, cool. I love me some Chelsea. I know you love Chelsea. So do I. I love her as well. Three blonde yeah. women <laughs> doing their thing. <laughs> Three blondes in Malibu. Only two of them 
have uh, nude leaks. So, I mean, I will forever be scarred from the Jennifer Lawrence nude leaks. We will not go there because it's too much respect for her to go there. And that's what I mean. I respect her as an actress, and based on the interviews I've seen of her, I love her. Like, I think she is someone I would be really good friends with. I would, like, mesh with her so well. I agree. And, like, if, I can be honest, if I became famous right now, I would be fucked. There's so much naked Greg out there. Oh like, <laughs> I love so... that you just admitted that. Ten points. There's so much naked Greg out there. You go, Glenn Coco. I will. Next question. All right. Um, <laughs> the next thing I want to bring up is, and I'm a little sour about this because I brag to almost everybody when this topic comes up about me being at the final and last Spice Girls concert in history. So the Spice Girls back in 2007, I believe it was, so 11 years ago, they did a final reunion tour. Their last show ever was in Toronto, and I went to it. They always book in Toronto. Always. So their last show ever as a group, all five of them, was in Toronto. Most magical night of my life, honestly. I know that sounds really, really sad, but mm. Spice Girls were my life for so uh, such a big part of my childhood. So I've, I've had bragging rights for all these past 11 years. Like, well, I was at the final Spice Girls tour or final Spice Girls show. Well, well, guess who's doing another reunion tour? Is it the Spice Girls? Oh, it's the fucking Spice Girls. So... Part of me is very excited and happy, but part of me is so upset because I always had those bragging rights of being at their last show. Well, I can tell you. Okay. Tell me what. (laughs) Humble brag. Yeah? I was at the first ever North American Spice Girls show. Did they do their first one ever in Toronto? In Toronto. I love it. So, no one's taking that away. But Those uh, Brits love Toronto. Like, Ed Sheeran is obsessed with us. So, like, TLDR for people out there in the world... Uh, if you've not come to Toronto, you oh. should put it on your, like, destination list. Come in the summer! <laughs> yeah, we're not saying that as, like, snobby. We're no, We're just saying that, all. like, Toronto is such a great city, and a lot of uh, people know it, and, like, when you do discover it, people love it. Like, people move here. I know so many people mm-hmm. who moved here from, like, international to live and work in Toronto, and people, like, love it. It's great. But, um... Keep it real Spice in the six. Girls coming back. We the North. I will. Why I will. am I taking like talking like this on my own? Why are you just continuing Spice Girls talk? I'm being all like <laughs> hip and with it. You're being hip. 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 New hip. New hip. Like my hip, hip replacement because I'm now thirty. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So Spice Girls reunion thoughts. Are you gonna go? Because you know they're coming here. You know for a fact that they are. Hundred uh, percent. I'm going. Yeah. Um, they did say they were only doing U.S. and what tours? I I didn't US hear. U.S. and U.K. Well, the here's here's the controversy now because they confirmed with U.K. Vogue that they are doing the tour. So I think it was the but four of them. They Someone, as in my hero Victoria Beckham, said she denied that there is a tour happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what Posh is thinking, why she's being all loco, but that's right, mm-hmm. <laughs> all loco. Um, no, but apparently it's like it's set in stone. Like mm. it is for sure they are doing a reunion tour, but they will for sure be coming to Canada. They have to. Mm. I will travel to the states to go see them. I don't know if I'm like gonna do that. Oh my god, I have to find someone to go with me because I really don't know who else would want to go. They're coming to Toronto. I hold out hope. I hold out hope that they will because I know they love us so much. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I will travel to see them. Okay. I don't care. 
Okay, so you don't really care that much about the Spice Girls reunion mm. tour. I do. I just I'm not saying that off the list. Oh, oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so I have this written down. I truly don't even know if I want to address it. Because um, oh, I, I feel like it's so been done. And I hate myself for even continuously talking about this family. Kylie Jenner's baby. Um, do we want to talk about her becoming a mom? Do we care? Do we want to address the choice of baby name? Stormy Webster's Dictionary. I mean thoughts opinions you know i love me some kylie jenner i'm wearing her lip kit right now that's right candy k represent honey oh my god i will love her forever for her makeup because it's good stuff but the family in general i'm just so over talking about them but i'm i I don't know i i think why i bring this up is because i've read a lot of articles saying that with kylie jenner only being 20 years old and coming out with being pregnant, becoming a mother, she's promoting teen pregnancy. So my question here is, is do you think it is a negative thing for her putting, I hate saying this, because being a mother and having a child is such a positive thing, but do you think that she's putting the limelight and the spotlight on becoming a young mother and she has such younger girls looking up to her and so do you think this will be an increase in teen pregnancy or younger girls becoming pregnant? Or do you think that it doesn't really matter and she should just do her and live her life as she is? I think, um, and we can keep this short because, like, yeah, all tea, no shade. I really don't, like, at the end of the day, I don't care. I know. Uh, I watched the Kardashians. Uh, I only started, like, a year ago. Yeah, you're, um, you're a recent viewer of it. I am a recent viewer. And, like, I know it's shit. I know it's garbage TV. <laughs> it is shit. And it is garbage TV. Yeah. But, like, I, I am intrigued. Um, and I'll say that I am intrigued by her pregnancy. I don't actually care. I didn't care about the name. Stormy. Like, I mean, like what? Like whatever. Like you want to name your kid something stupid? Name your kid something stupid. But like, well, I think the. I don't want to use the word stupid, but I think the. Sorry. No, no, I. I want to use the word you, stupid. Stormy with an I is stupid. If it was with a Y, I would have actually preferred it. It would not be any better if it was I with a it Y. Would be oh no! I mm-hmm. no. As far as celeb baby names go, um, and I love Chris Martin's Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't necessarily care for, but the Apple, the name Apple. Stormy is just as stupid. Apple is worse. No, I don't think it is. You know, know what's stupid? Moonstar Lander or whatever that child what? is. There's a guitarist or like band Moonstar Lander is a child's name yeah with an Italian last name like it's I can't remember what it is I've Moonlander something I don't know wow it's a thing so I will take Stormy and Apple whatever but like but Stormy Webster where do you think Stormy I'm not even gonna go there but Webster what do you think where does that come from how about like fucking Karen yeah okay what what happened to Sarah like how about Claire Claire, with a K. With a K. Like, fuck, any, like, you just do the fucking stupid K. You're all right? gonna do the K. Yeah. Like, keep it in the family. I don't, I, Chris Jenner is probably going nuts with her not naming. I don't think she gives a shit. You don't think she cares? I don't think Chris. Branding. They're at a point right now. Here's the thing about the Kardashians. They're at a point right now where, like, anything could happen. And nobody, nobody cares in a sense that, um, they've already made their pop, pop culture mark. And, like, that mark, unfortunately, is not fading. Um, so they're here to stay. 
So it's like they can do whatever they want now, essentially, unless like one of them does something illegal, like like Scott's a, or someone is like a pedo, like you know. What <laughs> oh I mean? no, he <laughs> went there. Oh my god. But uh, okay. Let's... I'm just saying, but, but like, we can segue there in a sec. But like, I also don't feel like her pregnancy is gonna affect teenagers because like, what about like that night or sorry, teen uh, mom, teen mom. So like, come on, man. That's fine. But learn their struggles. Learn their struggles, yes. And with learn Teen Mom, mistakes. but with Teen Mom, you saw the struggles that they still go through. But let's keep, let's keep this in mind here. When Teen Mom first came on the air, these weren't celebrities. They weren't glorified. Mm-hmm. They weren't looked up to by young girls. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner has been famous her whole life, and she is looked up to by millions. I think mm-hmm. I looked at her Instagram the other day. She has I think one hundred and six million followers. How many? of those followers fall into the demographic of young girls, Mm. let's say, between the ages of 10 and 18, let's say. So, yes, Teen Mom was quote-unquote promoting teen pregnancy, but they always had a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode, um, you know, teen pregnancy is not okay, teen sex is okay, but protect yourself, use protection, all of that. I'm just worried that young girls that look up to Kylie Jenner are... It's glorifying being a young mom. Fair. Like, I hope these... I mean, there's so much. Yeah. Like, they've said that um, mental health issues are actually on the rise. And the reason... Absolutely, they are. The reasoning is because of the fact that we're so connected. I can see that, you know, it's different. Like, whereas 40 years ago, you would see someone at the water cooler, or you'd have a barbecue Mm -hmm. with apple pie. And, like, (laughs) you would, like, be like, how are you, Jim? And you would learn about Jim. And you would talk to Jim. And you would interact with Jim. I just want to know how Jim is. And, and you just want to know how Jim is. But Jim is on his fucking but phone looking at Instagram and Snapchat. Here's the point. <laughs> you interact with Jim once every two weeks, 40 yeah. years ago. Now you interact with Jim every day, all day, because you're seeing what Jim's doing. So in hindsight, yeah. you see what's going positive for Jim, what's negative for Jim. You know what's going positive for you and negative for you. You're making comparisons, which is natural. Mm-hmm. People are like having these false expectations of success. Yeah. And then people have anxiety. They have depression. It's all on the rise, right? Um, so social media is like, it's dangerous and I love it. But um, I think it's really important for any parent. To be like, yes, Kylie Jenner had a child at 20. Like, okay, we're having this conversation. I, I hope that these parents are talking to these kids, is what I'm saying. Well, parents need to be monitoring their child's social media platforms. 100% should be. I know a lot of parents do not do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's unfortunate because... It's also hard. Like, you, you still have to work and deal with your own social media. 100%. Like, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a parent. Don't well, get me people wrong. People our age now are parents. And I'm oh knowing that there is someone our age who we yeah. graduated high school with, mm-hmm. and I'm not putting this person on the spot, I'm just saying they exist, Yeah. Uh, is on social media and posting about their kid yeah. who's like four or five or whatever, which is about the average age Yeah. now. Um... I grew up with you and you are now raising a child and presenting that child on social media as well as yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, that's fine. But like seeing that and being like, you know, I'm seeing you parent and like you need to parent and teach your kid like, like what do you say to your kid when they're 12? Like, oh yeah, some people saw your photo on like social media. 
seven years ago. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying don't put kids on social media. I'm just saying, like, it's such an interesting tool. It Mm -hmm. keeps us all connected, but there's a very large negative aspect to it. I agree. Rant. Boom. Done and done. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so Kylie Jenner, Stormy, we don't really care. We just think it's... (laughs) Strange. We don't, I don't care. Know. We just really hope that parents are talking to their kids about social media. Yes. Uh, disclaimer. Talk to your kids about social, social media. media. <laughs> Parental controls. Um, okay. Speaking of Stormy, and this is the last topic of celeb news. Oh. Donald Trump. Mm. So Donald Trump had a mistress, apparently, when yes, he was he married and still is married to a Melania. Question? Yeah. Sideway, did you read about this today? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I know where we're going. That's why I'm bringing this up. So, apparently, for those of you who who have not heard this, the lovely President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. um, was having relations while he was married uh, with a... I heard she is a porn star. So, she is a porn star. There's so much gossip on this. Okay. So, she's a porn star. Her name is, in fact, Stormy. Um, I don't know if that's her... Stage name or is that it? Okay, so they they just released her name as Stormy. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows really? But she's apparently working out a deal right now to Mm -hmm. write a tell-all on Donald Trump because the relationship that they had was while he has been married to Melania. Hundred percent. Thoughts? Intel? Spill the tea. Tell me what you know. Is this? Uh, There's even more to that. So apparently, Stormy has a dress that she has kept sealed and she has kept bagged and the dress has Donald Trump's DNA on it. Just like the Monica Lewinsky blue dress where Monica Lewinsky was wearing a blue dress that had cum on it and they tested it and it was his fucking cum. Guess what? She has a fucking blue dress, literal blue dress with cum on it that is fucking Donald Trump's cum. Okay, you just said (laughs) cum four times in ten seconds. Honey, it's all cum all day. Five times now. Okay, hold on. I'm going to stop you right here. Monica Lewinsky saved the blue dress that she Mm -hmm. wore while going down on Bill Clinton. Yes, and then they did a DNA test on it, and it turns out it was Bill Clinton's DNA. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out here. Why is cum on her dress? How messy was that experience? Why is it on her clothing? Where's the cum end up in your experience? I mean, not on my clothes. I'll tell you that much. Well, you start a mess, you clean up a mess. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have such a funny story. Okay, we'll save that for after. We'll, well, oh, I'll, I'll just remind you. A cum story. A cum story yeah. by Greg. Okay, so Monica Lewinsky's crazy because she saved a dress with Bill Clinton's ejaculation on it. Now the Stormy has saved a dress with Don. Ew, Donald Trump's cum. <laughs> Gross. That's probably what she sounded like, too. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, if it's, Ew. Her, if it's on her dress, did he come in her mouth? Pro- ob- that, that's what I mean. Obviously not. Disgusting. I can't even think of that. He repulses me so much. I think that's my answer to your question. Okay, <laughs> but here, here's so the thing. Much. I cannot wait until this woman releases this story i think it's gonna be so juicy no pun intended so juicy and so good and 
I don't know. I just can't wait for she it. She got paid. She got paid to be quiet. You know it's a good story. She, well, in, <laughs> honestly, she only got paid $100,000. That's enough for me. That is not enough for me if I know fucking Donald Trump is... Is he a billionaire or is he just a millionaire? Uh, just, no just a millionaire. We don't know because he, he hasn't put through his oh, taxes. Oh, right. He hasn't done his taxes. But yeah. Hillary Clinton sent all those emails and deleted them. She also did her taxes. That's right. <laughs> She's the evil one. Was that the last celebrity? Um, uh, For topics? Yeah. Yeah. Do okay. you have any more that you'd like to discuss? Wait, how are we dropping this Donald Trump thing? We, like, we're just, um, we're waiting for the story for Stormy to drop. Yeah. We're waiting for the storm to come. I just want to, like... Get it? Storm to come? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, she... Oh, man. Um, we're done. I think we're all done. I think we all have the same... Like, done on celebs? We're, no, we're, we're done on... Well, we're done on celebs, yes. But we're also done on Trump. Like, okay. like I can't... Like, how, how much worse can it get? Like, figure it out. It I think it could get much worse. Sadly, this is real-life American horror story, and it can get worse. And, and no, and it's not going to stop. And it's not going to stop. It's scary. So all that I ask of the American people is next election. Do not reelect. Oh, Canada. <laughs> our home and native land. All right. Okay. Sweet. So, all right. Celeb, celeb talk is over. Um, so earlier today, I had posted on, speaking of social needs, the Instagram, mm-hmm. of people to submit questions uh, for you, because as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I've had a lot of feedback from people saying how badly they want you back on. And thank you, by the way. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, I'll come here whenever. He will come whenever. I mean, we are in my house. Is what he meant to say. We're in my house. Um, the house that I used to live in? Yeah. Um... Okay, so I have a bunch of questions from people that wrote in. Uh, I hand-selected a few that I thought would be fun to answer. So the first question is, do you have any dating tips and do they differ for men and women? So I think this is actually a really good question. Yeah, it's a really good question. Because I, I know as a female and a lot of my girlfriends will always say, oh, like the ones that are single will say, I wish I had dating advice from a man like from a man's perspective, mm. but I love this because it's not only coming from a man, but it's coming from the man and from a, a gay man's perspective as well. So okay. I think not to be stereotypical here, you are, you will benefit from the male perspective and the female perspective because you're in tune with both of your um, masculinities and your feminine qualities Trace. as yeah, well, yeah. right? Okay, so, I see where you're going. At I first I was like, well, honey. Oh, honey, I got no, it. no, then no, I no. Got it. I don't, that's not meant to be disrespectful. It's being honest. And it's not. Let's yeah. be real. I only speak the truth. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so do you have any dating tips and do they differ for men and women? Uh, do they differ for men and women? Uh, no, they don't. I love that. Perfect. Um, they never date, they, sorry, would never differ for men or women because um, both both parties are important. Um, so my dating tips are this. So um, go with the flow. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, don't jump to assumptions uh, because, like, a lot of people jump to assumptions either about what the relationship is, who the person is, what they believe in, and like you can't assume that you don't know this person. Um, even after date one, you don't know that person. You know a bit about them, but you don't know them. In saying that. If in date, this is my role, um, and in the gay world, I'm actually not very sexually active. 
in comparison to my cohorts. Really? No. Is there a quota of what you need to fill every... Is there a quota of holes you need to fill every week? Uh, I will tell you that I don't know my number. Okay, that's... So I if mean, someone asked me, I would, I'd be like, I could estimate... Like, that's honey your business your life you right? do you um but i will say in regards to like this whole conversation and that train of thought um there's nothing wrong with going on a first date meeting the person realizing that like the two of you only want to have sex and then having sex with them okay i want you to pause on that because that's actually another question that i have and okay. i'm gonna ask that after this so we'll keep move that. we'll keep that in, in yes. mind yes it's funny um, you mentioned that so that's like Dating tip number one. Okay. Um, A, be prepared. In terms uh, of be prepared of what? Be prepared to maybe go, go like, you have to go into, like, a first date with no expectations. I think that goes without saying, though. And But also, to flip that, I think a lot of people go into dates with a lot of expectations. Well, of course they and do. I think that's natural. The human nature. You have your, like, list that you want to hit. But, like, yes. your list that you want to hit going into, like, a first date should be, am I attracted to them, and do I feel safe with them? And do I want to talk to them? And I think right away, I think a lot of us have that natural human instinct where you can tell if you're not going to feel safe with someone. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I think you can tell right away if the person is sane or... Yes. If you want to stay in that situation and feel comfortable, which is so important. You always need to be comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. And when, like, for example, when I went on a date with A, the first Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Five minutes into it, I was like, I don't think, I don't think I'm here for this, brah. You're joking. Dead serious. Oh my gosh. And then, like, we hung out for another few hours, um, and, um, I decided to see this person again, and then I saw them, I I saw A a second time, and I was like, oh, like, I like you even more now, and, like, that's just how it naturally progressed. Okay. Because I didn't really go in with expectations. Uh, I went in open, and I went in um, with a clear head, and I went in confident. Always go in confident, because you need to protect your heart. Um, at the end of the day, in love, you need to protect yourself before you protect anyone else. As much as that is wonderful advice, and I totally agree with you, mm-hmm. you have to keep in mind that you are a rare breed. And I say that because... You hold so much confidence Mm. and I've seen you in positions where you've gone on dates and you've come home and I've asked you, Hey, how was it? And you're like, it was good. But if I don't hear from him again, whatever. (laughs) So you're, you're, you you don't go in with that expectation of like where most people come home from a date and they're waiting by their phone. Like, is he or is she going to message me? I've never seen that in you. I have. Okay. No, I've seen it in you once. That was in the summer when you were dating Dr. Who. Dr. Who. Dr. Who. Yes, but I think that's because you initially really liked him right away. But 100%. think of all the... We've known each other 17 years. So think of all those years of dating. I've only seen you be like that once out of all the dates that you've been on. Fair. There have been dates that I've been on like maybe like three years ago when like I was... We weren't living... To, like we don't live together now, but we were. Yeah. Um, and at that time we weren't living together. He's, um, he's saying we as in myself and Greg. Yes. <laughs> not someone that he was oh, dating. Oh, sorry, yeah. Me and Holly. Oh, honey, I am not moving in with anybody soon. You've never lived with a partner. I've never lived with a partner. I've never had, um, like, a long-term relationship mm-hmm. with a partner. I've had short-term. Yeah. Um, and that's because I'm very good at recognizing that, like, this 
not for me. And this is... It's very quick for me. So that follows suit with what I was saying is that you are a rare breed in the terms of you know what you want, you know what you deserve, you know what you what should be expected from someone else. And you don't put all of your expectations into one basket, or sorry, all of your eggs into one basket, if you will. I don't. Where you go on one date with someone and then you have all these high hopes like you're going to register for your wedding. It's just not very frequent for me. Fair enough. But a lot of people are not like that. A lot of people will go into a first date and leave that date and think, oh my God, when will I hear from her again? When will I hear from him again? Is there going to be a second date? Did I say this right? Do I send a follow-up text? Exactly. Did I do this right? Like, 100%. Like, my thought of going into a... And I have a thought passport first date, so like I know we need to wrap up this uh, answer. But That's fine. Um, going a first date is an interview. It's an interview. You are doing an interview. It's so sad, but it's so true. And the resume isn't your work experience, and neither should an interview mm-hmm. if you're going to a good interview. Yeah. Um, it should be about you and who you are and like what you believe in and what you stand for. Um, and you know that. And if you don't know that, then you shouldn't be dating. I love this. Your answers are perfect. Thank you. If perfect was a thing, because I don't think perfect is a thing. It's not. But if perfect was, exactly. uh, Best advice I think Mm -hmm. anyone could give. So take away from this when it comes to dating, um, don't have any expectations and be confident. Protect yourself. And protect yourself. Uh, I mean that physically and mentally. Oh, Uh, of course. If you are going to go and like fool around with people on the first date just because you know it's just for sex, fucking protect yourself. Be smart. And follow through into my second question. Mm-hmm. It is thoughts on hooking up on the first date um, and sub-question within that question. Uh, thoughts on staying the night and then having to deal with the awkward morning after. Fair. Um, answer to your first question. It's perfectly acceptable. You are an adult. Uh, you got ready. You went out. You took a shower, you put something cute on, you spruced up your hair. You shaved. You shaved. Biggest you, thing, you shaved. You shaved. <laughs> Even just a trim. A trim, a, a shave, trim, a all trim. the same. The effort was put in. The effort was put in. Yeah. If you've gone out and you've put an effort in and you're on this first date, regardless of if you think there's going to be a second date or not, regardless of if there's going to be a second date or not, if you really want to have sex with that person and they really want to have sex with you, that's okay, and you should do it because you are an adult, and so are they. Protect I stand yourself. by this. Yeah, no, I stand by that a hundred percent. As long as you are safe and protecting yourself, my biggest pet peeve is when people place criticism and judgment on those who are sexually uh, prevalent. And yeah. whose business is it? I mean, truly, like whose business is it of whose bed you're sleeping in that night? I mean. And there's so much judgment placed on sex, and for the most part, it's placed on women. And I hate that. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I don't think that judgment is placed on... But there's a stereotype that gay men are all, like, sluts and, like, don't use protection and, like... 100%. And which is completely false because every time we have gone to uh, Church Street, which is, again, for those of you who are not from Toronto, Church Street is... It's our gay um, village. It's the gay village. Um, So much fun. It's my favorite place to go out. In Toronto, honestly, because we always have the best time. Not not tomorrow, but next Friday. I'm down. Perfect. I'm there. Count me in. Sign sealed, delivered. I'm yours, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, right. So in all the bars in on Church Street that you go to, all the gay bars, 
They condoms always everywhere. have condoms everywhere. So People the promotion, don't use them. but the promotion for safe sex is there. So it's up to the person. I mean, if two consenting adults are going to go home and be intimate with each other, at least one of you, and I would hope it would be both, would have to be prepared. That follows through though with the gay community and the heterosexual community as well. And that's the sad part because out of all of my heterosexual friends, um, none of not one of them have safe sex. Regularly. I, no, sorry. Unless you are in a committed relationship with somebody. You should be having safe sex. 100%. At, after you've both been tested. Yeah. Here's my role. If I was... Di- I, I, see, because I'm gay, I don't know... Unless I was, like, in that relationship for five years, I don't think I'm going to be like, yeah, just don't worry about the Jimmy. Like, I can't... What if that person cheated on me? I can't believe you just called the condom a Jimmy. Right <laughs> uh, what if that person... Like, I don't know. Like, it's a it's a very touchy topic for me oh, yeah. because it's so dangerous yeah. for your health and it's so easily protected mm-hmm. and, like, I have no issue with sex with condoms. So, like, personally, some people do and, like, that's your jam. Well, in your, in your position, you don't really have a choice. Well, I'm going to. In your sexual position, you don't really have a choice. I'm use you a need to use every a condom. Time. Yeah. I mean, pregnancy isn't your concern, so it's not like no. a contraceptive is used to prevent pregnancy. You need to use a condom to protect yourself against STDs. As, uh, and so straight people do too, and that's what pisses me off. Is yeah. That, like these straight friends are like, I'm like, did you like use a condom? And they're like, No, no I'm on I, birth control. I don't even get that. I get no. I, I don't know. Have and you I'm ever like, heard of the herps? Know? Have you heard of it? The clap, it happens. I mean, well, the clap is terrible. So if I, I don't an care. STD, I want the clap. I no. <laughs> so. Disgusting. Never. I'm no, I'm sorry. All right, and uh, there's ways to prevent STDs. Yeah. Just be smart about it. Um, what, there was a follow okay. up. What was the follow up? Yeah, it was staying the night and no. slash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you never stay the night. I. Uh, you like sleeping in your own bed. I so I like sleep. So this is again. I'm a weird person. I'm also not a huge cuddler. I'll cuddle for oh like... Oh my god, you and I are total opposites. I love... I live for cuddling. Stop touching me. No, I Don't love it. I love, Don't love, love me. it. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, I get people who love it. I love it for about like five minutes and then I'm like don't touch me and like please evacuate my bed. I have to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> so. How do you... Okay. This isn't one of the questions that was submitted. Throw it in, girl. But I'm going to throw it in here. How do you politely ask someone to leave? I'll tell you exactly what I do. Oh my god, I live for this. Tell me. So, we finish it, whatever we finished. Yes. I roll on my back, they're on their back. We're looking up at the ceiling, we're chatting. (laughs) I guarantee one of the first to third things out of my mouth will be like, oh my gosh, it's so late. And then they'll be like, yeah, it's, it's like 11.30. Is this on a work night or a weekend? Because 11.30 on a weekend is not late. I mean, I know we're 30 and all, but come on. You have to think about this. If it's a work night, you can say, I have work in the morning, I need to be up early. But if it's a weekend, what is your excuse? Oh, weekend, like, uh, like you can stay. Oh, so you make an exception. You can, you can so if it's a Friday until, or Saturday night, exception made. You can stay until about, like, 2. <laughs> And then I'm like, okay, you actually, no, I kicked somebody out at four. Okay, but this is what I mean. So you don't let someone sleep over regardless. So what is, what do you say to someone for them to get out of your bed or to go home? How do you drop that hint subtly without oh, being I just, like, a bitch? Work night, I'm like, oh, I gotta work tomorrow. Here's so a bottle I... of water. Bye bye. 
Bottle of water. Um, <laughs> Tap water. I'm like... Oh, In a Dixie should... cup. Oh my God. <laughs> that way I don't have to wash it. Exactly. I'll say something like, um, oh, I gotta work tomorrow. Like, I gotta go to bed and, like, take a shower and go to bed. And, like, then they'll usually be like, oh, yeah, I gotta do this. And I've never had anyone be like, oh, well, like, should I stay? And if they did, I'd probably just be like, well, you know, like, I gotta get up early and, like, go grocery shopping before I work. I'd fucking lie through my teeth because I don't want you in my goddamn bed. People ask if they can stay the night? I've had somebody ask me. Bye-bye. And I was like... I oh it's two a.m. Yes it is, honey. Like you've got Uber. Uber still operates at two a.m. Newsflash. The Blue Line, which is like the subway essentially, uh, is always running. You yeah. go home. Like okay. walk. This is not my problem. So you don't have a problem with telling someone to leave. Oh no, bye. Get out. Okay. Of my, get out of my bed. I love it. Sounds good. I I, got it. I would not have that confidence because I, I mean, too nice maybe you want to call it, but I did it one time. One time I let someone stay, and they woke up at 6 in the morning and woke me up on my day off. Oh, no. They are like, oh, that was really hot. You want to do it again now? And I was like, no. It's 6 a.m., motherfucker. Like Get my coffee now. first. <laughs> I didn't even say that you could stay. We just fell asleep. Okay, fair enough. Um, on to another question. I have one here. The question is, what is my most annoying habit you noticed when we lived together? <laughs> I'm so nervous to ask you this because I know I have so many annoying habits, but they're like annoying to the fact where you have to love me and I'm looking at you into your eyes. So it's like, you're thinking now, you're like, I, oh my gosh, what do I say? So here's, here, here's the, the tea. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm so nervous. I can't, I'm getting so much anxiety right now. My stomach If you've hurts. never lived with one of your best friends, no matter how much you, it's like living with a sibling, no matter how much you love the person, there's always going to be things that they do or say or like behaviors about them that are going, going to drive you nuts, even if you love them. Yeah. So I say all of these things with love. So oh my, All of these things? Girl, it's like, it's like a fucking essay. Bitch, it was one <laughs> thing. What's my most annoying habit you notice when we live together? Yeah, and I'm going it. through an essay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you know when I get to the thesis. I can't. <laughs> Three body paragraphs and a conclusion. I don't know if I can sit here for all of this. Girl, you forgot the intro and the footnotes. Fuck. Okay. Uh, Let me think. Let me think. Oh, the fridge. Okay. The fridge. The fridge. What the fuck are you talking about? The fridge. Oh, honey. Okay. Um, Oh my god, I'm so scared for this. So Holly probably. I've never told. Oh, there's another one too. No, I'm sorry. I'm giving you... We're going to go with the fridge. We're going to go with the fridge. Okay. Okay. So, um, we shared a fridge, like all three of us. There's three people who live, who used to live here. Um, and the thing that drove me nuts, and I don't think you realized that you did it. And <laughs> Probably if you, not. If you did know that you were doing it, you're a bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> so, okay, tell me. Tell so me, tell Holly me. would always reorganize the fridge. Because I have OCD and I need things to be organized and I cannot have French labels out without the, the English labels need to be forward. I even told you what it was. Yet. I know that's what it was because I'll tell you right now because your cream you would always put to the French side or like sideways and no, it has to be to the English side facing out and straight, not on an edge, not at a 90 degree angle. It needs to be straight when you open the fridge and oh my God, I am losing all my listeners right now because they think I'm a fucking psychopath. And that's not even what it is <laughs> because I reorganize the fridge all the time. 
I live with two straight males. <laughs> they don't know how to, like they don't know how to organize a fridge. It's not yeah. their fault. It's how they're built. I'm a gay man. Yeah. Um, so I organize the fridge and I like, and no one says anything, which is great. Okay. So sorry. So, so it's not organized. What is your issue then? So Holly didn't realize that a lot of the time when she reorganized the fridge, she put my stuff and Dave's stuff at the back of the fridge and she put all of her stuff at the front of the fridge. I promise you that was never done. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was never done with intention. I didn't even realize that and I was I ever know, doing that. And that's why I never said anything to you. You should have told I, me something because I'd be pissed if someone was doing that to my groceries. I was always like, why is Holly shit in front of everybody else's Oh my shit? God, no. I'm so- I love you. I'm so sorry. I no. I thought you literally were gonna say that I would go there and rearrange and like have all the. Oh no, I do that out. too. I always re- I always organize it by like uncooked meats. Yes. Veggies. I like categories products, in my fridge. Uh, leftovers, drinks, and right. like spreads like butter, margarine. Absolutely. Jam, one shelf yeah, yeah, yeah. is for your meats. One shelf is for your veggies, veggies and your fruits. One shelf leftovers. is for like the milk and the. Yeah the dips or like your hummus or yeah. your bubble yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I had no issue with you reorganizing the That's fridge. what I thought you were going to say because I, every morning when I would, because I would wake up earlier, like during the work week yeah, from yeah. all of you, and every time I would go in to pour cream into my coffee, the cream would always be on the French label facing out and on an angle. And honestly, the littlest things would just drive me up the wall. So I would always turn the cream over to the English side facing out mm. and straight. I, I promise you, I'm so sorry. It's, I ne- okay. it's not like I went in there like, I'm going to put my stuff in the front and their stuff in the back. I figured it was unintentional. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't even know that I did that. It's okay. Honestly, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. It's okay. I'm so sorry. That never was done with intention. <laughs> I know it wasn't. Oh my God. So chapstick tastes like pot. Like, you know. You <laughs> Wonderful. Know <laughs> Lovely. Um, okay, is that it? That's like the most That's, annoying habit? Yeah, that was that was it. I mean, I know that I'm an annoying person. And I, that when you moved out, you took my mop and my fucking plunger. <laughs> I One, that plunger I bought when we moved in here. Okay, so it was her plunger. And two, that mop was my sister's. It was not. Yes, it was. It was not. That was my mop. It was not. The Valletta mop was mine because Alana and I bought it when... Alana is my sister... Alana and I bought it when we lived together. No, you brought a mop from Alana in your apartment that was black and blue. We kept it for a month and then we threw it out because you never ended up using it. It wasn't the mop that was black and blue. It was the vacuum. And we kept it here at the back of the linen closet because we never used it. (sighs) We're going to agree to disagree. The red honeycomb (laughs) Valletta mop was mine because Alana and I bought that when we lived together. We're going to agree to disagree. Oh my God. Do you want me to buy you a mop? No, we're going to agree to disagree. I'll go buy you a mop tomorrow. (laughs) I have a new mop. I'm not poor. Oh my God. (laughs) Does I'm talking about the fucking mom? <laughs> All right, next question. Oh my god, I can't deal with this. See, not a good question. My 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 love and my beautiful friend Casey submitted that question. Casey, you're you're starting arguments with me and Greg, um, but I love you. No, not really. We're not really. No, 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 we're just we're yeah, just we're fine. Um, oh my god, this question was asked, and I'm really nervous to ask it because you're so brutally honest. Um, oh, this put, Obviously, because this, look at that last question that was just asked. Does this person know that I am brutally honest? Probably not. They don't know you. That's okay. Um, okay. What's I'm really nervous. I'm going to go run and hide into the corner after I ask this. No, just ask it and like, okay. we'll see what it is. When do you think I will get proposed to? Bye. Do I, and I don't know this person? You don't know the person that asked the question? That's what I'm asking. No, these are questions that were submitted 
for this podcast specifically. Is it for you? Like when would okay. you be proposed yes. to Yes. They want to know when you think I will get proposed to. Oh my god. To. I thought you were asking when will the, the person who posted the question get pro- like proposed no, to. I was like, I don't no, no, know no. you. No, no, no. The person Tomorrow? Gonna... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, the person. Next Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Next Valentine's Day. When did you start dating? <laughs> oh my god. I love you. No, the, they want to know you. when you uh, think that I will get proposed to. And I am running away right now. Bye. When's your anniversary? When, uh, November, no, you didn't start dating November 1st. Um, you started so dating, like, December 1st. Chris uh, and I met November 2016. Um, November 1st? November 1st, 2016. 2016. That's when we first met. Um, our one-year anniversary anniversary was in December. However, as Amy Schumer proves, I don't think time has anything to do with that. So, I mean, if Are that's... Are fucking engaged right now? Are you kidding me? I would be screaming it from the rooftops. Okay, I'm just making sure. No, I would be screaming it from the rooftops. Yesterday? (laughs) Uh, Trust me, I know Chris so well, he would never propose on Valentine's Day. I'd kill that person. No, never, never, never. I'd be like, you need to ask me. Mm -mm. No, now that you asked me on Valentine's Day, you need to now take me on vacation somewhere. (laughs) Because you fucked up. And then maybe after that vacation, no. I will forget that you proposed to me on Valentine's Day, and then I will. Say That's yes. horrible. It is horrible. I, I, I would literally okay. be like, ask me on another day. A, if you're listening to this, I will take your homemade scones. He's not worthy, <laughs> and he thinks I still a plumber and a mop. A plumber. A plunger. <laughs> not uh, a plumber. Let's see. You've been dating for just over a year. I'm gonna say the two year mark. Okay, so sometime in 2018. I don't know, it depends if you get a dog or a cat this year. Well, we will not get a cat. I've already decided that. And you mean by I decided that, Chris has decided that. Uh, we need to live in a bigger place, he says. We uh, need to live in a bigger place for a dog or a cat. He wants he wants a dog and a cat, but for him, a litter box in our apartment wouldn't necessarily be ideal. I know he really wants a dog. We've gone to the to the Humane Society to look at dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by the summer, we will have one. So that's like... A pretty serious thing, I guess. So I'm gonna you say, mean having I'm gonna a dog say, means we're going to get engaged? Fucking right it does. It's not planned. We already live together. Okay, but and you have we, a thing that you care for together. And we just bought a plant two weekends ago called a Furcus, and we named him Frank the Furcus. Is he still alive? He's still alive because Chris <laughs> takes care of him. Yeah, okay. Don't be a mom. I would, <laughs> I would murder our plant, baby. Uh, I, I think you're going to get engaged on the two-year mark. So you think this year? Uh, well, what, whenever your two-year anniversary is. It would if, be in December of this year. I, I would just, I would hope that after two years, you've decided whether or not you want to be with the person for the rest of your life. Well, we've already, we already know that we want to be together for the rest but of will our you lives. A year? Um, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not. Hundred percent. Devil's advocate. I'm just saying, you never know. Like, the no. Is, I mean, listen, I, and I'm asking this question because it was submitted, and I know I had my pick and choose of questions, but I kind of just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Two years. Um, two years. So is two fine. years. You know, I mean, I'm, I like I've said, I'm like I'm in no rush, but I mean, if Chris were to ask me to marry him tonight, I would say yes. Which is so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things that if it happens. This year, if it happens next year, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen three years from now, but I mean, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's a good thing. Okay, so you say two years. I think two, because okay. I also think because two years is a very good um, number after dating. I feel like two? I feel like two years is the year that you know if you want to be someone forever or not. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I agree. Um, How long was I playing with that pen for? Um, like 30 seconds, and I needed it to cross this off so I can keep track of I saw her pen. I thought it was mine. It was a click pen. 
Yeah. And um, which is I, super fascinating for you guys to listen to over yeah. a mic, if, or sorry, over headphones if you're listening <laughs> to this on headphones. I can't resist. Okay. Um, last question. Um, Do I get to ask you questions? You can if you want, for sure. Well, I want to hear the last We're question. at an hour and 15 minutes right now, but we can go on longer. I'm sure people will just love it. We can also just do a second partner. We could, for sure. Yeah. Um, Pee break. So, <laughs> yes, I know. So, the question was, which housewife's character am I? Or, which house, which real housewives of so-and-so um, character do you think I am? Now, I know you don't necessarily watch real housewives as much as I do so I kind of put a twist on this so I kind of related it to a show that is just as popular and something that we both watch so instead of a real housewives character unless you can think of one well, I want to hear what option B is too. um which sex in the city character am I because we both watch that show and it's very popular I've seen like enough of it to know each character okay um so for your first question uh I want to answer both I'm gonna have to think about number two longer Okay. Um, but for number one, I thought about this today. Keep in mind, I don't know the franchises as much as I used to. Um, I don't even know if you're going to know this person. And I'm going to honestly say this. I don't even know much about this person other than they remind me of you. Okay. So if they did something horrible, I'm sorry. I don't remember it. Okay. Uh, Who is it? I, you, Jill Zarin. Oh my god, Jill! Oh. From New York? Yeah. So, like, for some reason, when I sat there and thought about it, I was like, Jill. Because I was joking around being like, Ramona, because she's the fucked up one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like... no. Maybe Ramona is fitting. I, I love Ramona. Um, but I, I think Jill, because Jill is very, like, she's very she, strong. Mm-hmm. She's very hard-headed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me to a T. But she's also, she's not going to go out of her way to be a bitch. Yeah. Only when she has to be. Only when she has to be. <laughs> totally. Uh, so I saw that. Now, uh, for the second question, long pauses are not good for podcasts. I'm just uh, throwing that out there. Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, everyone always says that. I see Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Everyone says that. But, like, you stand up for yourself more like yes. a uh, Carrie does. Yeah. But aside from, like, standing up for yourself. Yeah. Um, I see Charlotte. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. For being a huge fan of Sex and the City, that's pro- she's probably the character I relate to the most, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, and I don't want to be Carrie because I don't want a Mr. Big in my life. But I do. No. No. He left her at the altar. He left her at the altar in that beautiful I dress. I would figure it out. Oh my god, no. Okay. I would like take all of his Rolexes and be like, I mean... thanks, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a Mr. Big in your life. That's all. Not too big. Metaphorically. Not meta- metaphorically speaking. Or metaphorically speaking. I don't know. I don't know. These uh, Rosé is going you know down Can well. you guys like let us know? Yeah. <laughs> let us know, please. Dear listeners. Yeah. Please let us know. Yes, please do. We also had the first question. Oh, was the X the largest uh, fair in North Did you America? look that up? I didn't, but our dear listeners will, and they'll let you know. Okay, yeah. Write me. Write me and let me know. Okay, those are all the questions that I have. You had mentioned uh, questions that you have. Is there any right now, or are we going to wrap this bad boy up? Questions for Holly. Questions for Holly. I don't have... Oh. Hmm... Give me five seconds. Five, four, three, two, 
One. Okay. So you recently ended a friendship, which sucks, and we don't need to talk about that. So no, we're not, we, do, we do not need to talk about it. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But what I would like to do is um, see if you can give anybody else advice who's going... I've gone through this situation as well, and I'm going to give my advice as well. I want to know if you can give anyone else who has that type of situation any advice. Well, you clearly did not listen to my last podcast because I addressed this topic. Oh, fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then I'll just get mine. Hashtag friends supporting friends. Um, okay, well, I will repeat it. Uh, Cole's note version. Um, what I had said was that it's a very difficult decision to make. I related yes. it to uh, ending a romantic relationship. Because ending Fair. a friendship for so long versus ending a romantic relationship. Um, being in a situation where you know it's not good for you and it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't fulfill you in the way that you deserve to be fulfilled, it's always a hard decision to make. And it's always a hard decision to end something that's such a constant thing in your life. Yes. So was it difficult? Yes. Do I regret the decision? No. Um, and that's how you know it's right. And that's how I know it's right. And I, the way that I related it is, is to being in a romantic relationship with someone of, selfishly wanting that person so badly because you're used to having them in your life and in your day-to-day routine. And you know that you shouldn't. And you know that you shouldn't. And yeah. it, it's just it's just honestly taking a step back and looking and reevaluating yourself and saying, hey, will I be okay without this person? And the answer is yes. You'll always be okay without that yeah. person. You were someone before they were in your life. And you'll be someone after they are out of your life. So that's... If that's advice, that's what I have. It's just, it's a hard decision to make. It's not easy. Yeah. But deep down, if you know that this, and like, you know, there's been so many times where. If you know it's not right, it's just not right. Exactly. And a friendship or a romantic relationship, any relationship shouldn't have so many issues and arguments and negativity. There should be more good than negative. And jealousy. Yeah. Should, it should not be involved in any relationship you have. So yeah. make the break. Trust me, it's hard at first. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. It hurts at first, but it's worth it in the long run. Because who wants a, song, a soggy Band-Aid on no, your finger, honey? Yeah, it's like the wet one that like, you Ew. got wet in the, the swimming pool. Nobody wants that shit. Uh, I agree. Um, it's difficult at first, um, but you know in your gut that it's the right decision, and you make that decision based off your gut, uh, you'll never regret it. Because I always felt so much better after and if I feel better at, I've only ever done it once maybe twice where I've had to be like I can't with you like you've got to go from my life and um, Greg's gonna do that to me after this podcast because I apparently stole his mop and his plunger so he's gonna end this friendship right after we press stop on this recording Valida bitch <laughs> uh no but like um in all seriousness like you you know it's right when you feel relief after you've done it Oh my god, I know. And if you don't feel relief after three days of you doing it, you may have made a mistake. I feel if you don't feel sad about it after a week has gone by. So if a full seven days have gone by after you end a relationship and you don't feel sad about it, then you Or you don't care. Yeah, and you don't care. Then you know it's the right Not caring is the best thing. Yeah, oh, it's so good. As cold as that sounds, I think in certain situations you can be pushed so far. Yeah. Where you just don't care anymore, and it's like your yeah. heart just becomes this black stone. And even though, like, in everyday life and in everyday, everyday situations, it's not like that. But for that 
particular situation, you're just iced to it. Yeah. It just doesn't phase you anymore. And yeah, you're right. If you don't feel anything, any kind of raw emotion towards the situation or the person, then you know you made the right decision of ending things. And honestly, like, final piece to it, like, anytime I've ever had to do that, it's always been due to a lack of respect. 100 per- This is what this all came down to for me, was a lack of respect. Um, and if there's a lack of respect, um, if you don't respect someone and you're friends with them, why are you friends with them? Any relationship you have, if there's or, no respect. Or really 100%. There's sorry. nothing there. Yeah. Respect is everything in any relationship. 100%. So, um, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That is amazing. Find out what you mean to me. Is that the next know, line? I don't know. Patti LaBelle, is that who sings it? Couldn't even tell you. Maybe. I don't know. Oh my God, we're so light. I know. Hashtag so light. <laughs> what are the four other hashtags you'll use in that Instagram post? <laughs> Toronto, Blue West Village, Ontario, winter. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And with that being said, guys, we are going to wrap this up. Any final words? Just like a penis on a first date. Just like a penis on a first date, we're going to wrap this up. And that's it. That's that's the last. Uh, My last words are, thank you for having me back. Of course. If you want to hear more of me, please let Holly know because I'd be more than happy to do it. You know this is going to happen. This is going to be a recurring thing. Hashtag self-promotion. And you can add me on Instagram at thisismehere. So Greg has a private account, so request a follow and hopefully he will accept. Is it better? Except your account is private. On Instagram? I think so. I don't think it is. It's open? I've had people like my photos. There you go. So me. add yeah, yeah. him up. Add him up on Instagram. Add this is me here. Um, I Don't add me to Facebook because I won't accept. Okay. Same. Um, while you are on Instagram going and following Greg, you can follow me at It's Hall, I-T-S-H-O-L. You can also head over to my website that is up and live and running because Chris is amazing and he made me just... got a website. It's oh. a Squarespace. No, it's not. It's a legit website that is paid for because Chris is amazing. Mm. Um, so hereforagoodtime.com was sadly taken so we had to do .ca not that it really matters because anyone can visit that anywhere in the world regardless but it is hereforagoodtime.ca if you do not have an iPhone and cannot listen through the podcast through the Apple Podcast app I have my SoundCloud account linked up to the website so you can just go to the website to listen to the podcast if you are on an Android device so Join me on Instagram. Follow me there. You can go to my website there if you would like. And also, while you were on Instagram and on the website, I just want to give a little shout out to my lovely friend Casey, who has started her own jewelry business. She is making earrings currently, and I Casey's just, the girl who makes all that jewelry. Casey makes all the jewelry, honey, and oh, she man. is one talented lady. So if you want to go really to nice. her, her stuff is beautiful. They're mm-hmm. all crystals and. Her work is amazing. I just ordered my earrings yesterday, so I cannot wait. I ordered some rose quartz studs. I heard the shipping's good, too. And shipping is great. I mean, Canada, it's a little bit more difficult, I guess. But, I mean, we're so close. She could, She's shipping from Ohio, so it's not that far. No, and, like, you know what? Like, USPS is so fast. USPS is really fast, so, I mean, fingers crossed it might come tomorrow. So, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. So, if you want to check out Casey's work, her company name is Stoned Studs. So, you can head on over to Etsy and type in stone studs on etsy that's s-t-o-n-e-d-s-t-u-d-s i hope i'm spelling that right i'm going off the top of my head yeah i think that's it um 
And you can also go to her Instagram, which is the same Stone Studs, and order her stuff because they're so cute, they're beautiful, and she's talented. And I just wanted to give a little shout out for her. Aw, that's so cute. Love I you, Casey. I just want to let you know if she spelled something wrong, uh, just send her a correction and uh, <laughs> she will fix it for you on the next podcast. I will fix it, I promise. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for having me. Thank you for... Th- thank you for coming. <laughs> coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. No, I, I came to you. I'm sitting in our old apartment. You're my, uh, very you're nostalgic. I am in Greg's office right now. Thank you so much for doing this podcast again. Honestly, we always have so much fun. And uh, one last thing, quickly, rate and review this podcast, please. Go on to Apple Podcast, hit five stars, write a review because I love seeing all the feedback. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.